section nineteen of in old plantation days by paul lawrence dunbar this librivox recording is in the public domain the stanton coachman the morning sun touched the little old-fashioned virginia church with glory while in the shadow of its vine-covered porch an old negro alternately mumbled to himself and dozed it was not yet time for the service to begin and as i stood watching the bees go in and out of the honeysuckle vines there came up the road and halted at the door a strange equipage side by side upon the one seat of an ox-cart sat a negro possibly fifty years of age and an old white lady no one could have mistaken her for one of the countrywomen coming in from any of the adjoining farms for she was unmistakably a lady from the white hair which crowned her high-bred face to the patched and shabby shoe that peeped from under her dress as she alighted the black man had leaped down and holding in one hand the ropes that did duty as reins helped her tenderly to the ground the grace and deference of his manner were perfect and she accepted his service with a certain genial dignity that bespoke custom she went her feeble way into the church and i was surprised to see the dozing old negro wake into sudden life spring up and doff his hat as she passed meanwhile at the heads of the lazy oxen stood the shabby servitor erect and fine-looking even in the tattered garments that covered his form the scene would have been ludicrous if there had not been about it an air of dignified earnestness that disarmed ridicule you could almost have imagined that black tatterdemalion there a coachman in splendid livery standing by the side of his restless chargers and that ox-cart with its one seat and wheels awry might have been the most dashing of victorias what had i stumbled upon one of those romances of the old south that still shed their light among the shadows of slavery the old negro in the porch had settled himself again for a nap but i disregarded his inclination and the service forgotten approached him howdy uncle howdy son howdy how you come on oh i'm tolerable pert i answered falling easily into his manner of speech i was just wondering who the old lady was that went in church just now he looked up questioningly for a minute and then being satisfied of my respect replied dat is de stanton lady oh miss stanton and the black man there dat's harrison dat's de stanton coachman i reckon you ain't from here no but i should like to know about them humph it's a wonder you ain't never heard tell her de stantons i don't know why yo been at man why everybody knowed de stantons round bout here dey was de richest folks anywhere round well to do were they well to do men what you talkin bout i tell you dem people was rich dey was scandalous rich dey owned nearly all de dockies in de county and dey wasn't no hyin out people neither i didn't long to dem but i allus wished i did cuz but about harrison as i were goin to say my old master hide out and i was on de go most all de time cuz i surely was spry and handy dem days harrison he was de coachman and a prouder finer dressed dockey you never seed in all your bone days hum fum but he was stotchy 
dey had his libri made at de same place where dey made de old cunnels and de young master's clothes and dey was sights such gold buttons and long coats and shiny hats and boots the old man paused and shook his head as if the final glory had been reached dey ain't no mo times like dat he went on hit used to be dis like a possession when harrison come ridin down de road on top of de stanton carriage he sot up thar des as straight and de hosses a prancin and de wheels a glistenin and he never moved his neck to do right or to de left nor moan ef he was froze sometimes you could get a glimpse of de mistis face inside and she was allus beautiful and smilin like a real lady ought to be and sometimes dey'd have de carriage open and de cunnel would come a-ridin down longside a hit on one of his fine hosses and harrison ud sit straight and dan ever and you couldn't a toll whether he knowed a de footman was a sittin side of him er not dey was mighty good to all de people de stantons was and dey fairly idolized dem why if miss dolly had a started to put her foot on de ground any time she'd a had a string o niggers and s long as from here to yonder a layin themselves in de path for her to walk on for dey surely did love her and de colonel he was de beatenest man he could never walk out on de plantation doubt a whole string of pickaninnies a followin after him they knowed what they was doin for after while de colonel turned round and throw em a whole lot of coppers and fips and bless your heart sich another scramblin and rollin and a tumblin in dus dus you never see well de colonel he'd stand thar and dus naturally crack his sides a laughin aunt well they was so fightin den he call up dem dat hadn't got nothin and give em de share so's to see em all go off happy a hollerin thank ye mas stant thank ye master i reckon any fips dey gits now dey has to scratch for wussin dey did den dem was wonderful times den come long de time a de war and den a cause a oughtn't say it but de colonel he make a great big mistake he freed all de niggers it was des dis away de stantons dey freed all deir servants right in de middle of de war and a cuss nobody couldn't stand against their wood so freedom des spread mr lincoln mought a been all right but he didn't have nothing to do wid it it was mass stanton dat who it was ef hit wasn't how come mass stanton keep all de servants he wants even ef he do pay em wages how come he kept harrison septon he write home to his lady he was at de wall and thar wasn't no mo folks on de place septon a solvent when hit all come up harrison he lay in flat on his back sick in his cabin and not able to do nothin at all seemed like dey'd afraid a no account docky like dat but no sir o miss sont marfy to nuss him and sont him all kind a contraptions to get him well and old doctor mamaduke wilson he come to see him den when harrison got up old miss went down to see him and tuck him his wages insisted on payin him for de three months he'd been a-layin thar case she said he was free and he'd need all de money he could get den harrison he des broke down and cried like a baby and said he 
never spected dat ole miss ud ever put any sich disgrace upon him and throwed de money down in de dust and fell down on his knees right thar in all his uniform miss stanton she cried to and say she didn't mean no harm to him den she tell him to git up and he fused to git up ceptin she promised dat he allus gwine to drop her this like he been doin den she say she spec dey gwine to be po and he ply to her dat he don't care so she promise and tek de money and he git up happy dat looked like de end of hit all but law child dat was des de beginnin and de end of hit ain't come yet de middle pot come when de war ended and de old colonel come back home or broke up from de battles and de young man stay never come back at all dear pappy he was mighty proud of dem do he'd allus say dat he left his two boys with their feet to de foe i reckon dat's de way dey buried dem he was an invalid hisself dat's what dey called de soldiers dat's gone down in de valley and de shatter a deaf and he surely was in de valley a long while but erison he dis keep on drivin dem dough de plantation was all too up and dey'd got mighty po and dey fine carriages was sold and dey didn't have but one hoss him a lookin like a old crowbait marfy patched and patched her man's livery twill hit was one livin sight to behold when dat old crowbait of a hoss died him and marfy wouldn't let de old miss go out at all but marfy she'd wheel de cunnel round in his jeer while her man was a hirin out so's to buy another hoss and a spring wagon soon's dey got dat de old missus menst comin back to church again cause she mighty ligious woman and allus was and harrison he sat on dat wagon seat de same as ef he was on de old carriage harrison somebody say to him one time why'n't you go on away from here and make something out yourself you got intelligence harrison he go long and shed his mouth and don't say nothin so dey say again harrison why don't you go long up north and get to be a congressman or somethin another den he say i don't want to be no congressman no nothin else i been a drivin old miss for low these many years and i don't want nothin better den dis to keep on drivin huh why dat man seemed like he got prouder den ever cause hit wasn't de money he was lookin after hit was de family anybody can get money but god got to gin yo quality i don't like to talk bout de rest of it but de spring wagon and de hoss had to go when de colonel lay down in de valley and hit was nigh onto a year for old miss stanton come out to de church again but erson done earned dat team o oxen and de cart and dey been comin in dat ever since she's does as sweet and ladyfied as she ever was and dat nigger des as pride i tell you man you can give her hit up wid rags a foot deep but dey ain't no way to keep real quality from showin the old man paused and got up for the forgotten service was over and the people were filing out of church when the old lady came out there were lifted hats and courtly bows all along her pathway which she acknowledged with gentle gracefulness her coachman suddenly became alive again as he helped her into the rude cart and climbed in beside her she gave her hand to a slim fine-faced man as he stopped to 
bid her good-bye and then the oxen turned and moved off up the road whence they had come end of section nineteen